He's a lifelong Nebraskan, commander of the U.S. Navy SEAL team and U.S. Special Operations. He served around the globe and now at home in Lincoln, Nebraska, speaking the truth to the state capitol. Barry Law Firm is proud to present Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Wednesday, December 29th, 5.07. Wow, it's a little bit chilly today. It's like in the mid-20s or something like that. A little bite out there, but no snow, not yet. It is whatever Wednesday here on Drive Time, Lincoln. I am the commander, Jack Riggins, retired United States Naval officer. Johnny Cadillac is producing the show today. He's actually going to be our guest tomorrow. Uh kind of closing out the year, and we're talking local wrestling, like show wrestling, right? Uh, hey, Johnny, what do you call that? Professional wrestling, Jack. Yeah, it's professional wrestling, and, and I know that. But, I yeah. mean, it's not professional it, it's, wrestling that's that we see on TNT. No, it's, it's independent wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's independent. Yeah. So what I'll ask him this tomorrow, but here's what I do know. This is actually how wrestling has been the majority of in its life in America. And then sometimes wrestlers move on up and get to the big time, so yep. to speak. But wrestling has always been kind of local and go around, and it's actually pretty darn interesting. So I can't wait to talk to my very own producer, Johnny Cadillac, but let him talk about his passion for uh, calling wrestling matches and professional wrestling. And that, that way, once I make it further in the wrestling business one day and have an even bigger name to the name Johnny Cadillac, the Drive Time Lincoln listeners can say... I heard him first on the Drive Time Lincoln show. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll still be here. Who knows? They might run me out of here. Uh, it is Whatever Wednesday. Uh, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Uh, this is your day. Uh, almost every day is your day, but this is your day. I generally have some topics. I don't do a, like a detailed story necessarily. I want to know what you want to talk about here in Lincoln and Lancaster County. Um uh, and that's what Whatever Wednesday is. Literally, it's whatever. Uh, again, we're closing up the year. Uh, programming note, I will not be in next week. Uh, Doug Fitzgerald from One Shot, One Life uh, will be covering the show next week. Um, and you can expect uh, great content, very thorough, uh, you know, not off-the-cuff opinions like I do. Very thoughtful programming and i always enjoy the break when he takes the show over uh national story really international that may trip your trigger to call in on whatever wednesday is uh madame maxwell is found guilty uh jeffrey epstein's uh, bride lady friend groomer of young children uh, that is, well, number one, I'm actually super, super happy about that. I think we all as human beings, let alone Americans, people of values, uh, when it comes to child crime or sexual assault crimes or somewhere in between, you know, these grooming of young people for you know, let's be honest, what amounts to the quote-unquote elites of our society, I, I can't think of a more heinous thing. Uh, seriously, like, not only 
find her guilty, but get her off the planet. No one should have felt guilty about Jeffrey Epstein uh, offing himself, however it came about. The world was a better place the day he went away. And the world's a better place today because she was found guilty. I'm talking about Madame I, Maxwell. I, I don't like to call her Giselle or Jizz or whatever they call her. I mean, it's just the whole case is disgusting. And I know it's out there. And it made me think of, like, you know, what's your biggest fear for youth? And I'd have to say, you know, as a parent, it's probably, you know, drugs and alcohol. And then it's sex, sex crimes, and those things. I mean, at least for me, uh, those are the things that uh, tend to, you know, just really hamper a young spirit and... You know, set the course off. So to think that this lady and Jeffrey Epstein were doing this, I'm, uh, that's a good one. To me, once again, shows the justice system works without a doubt. All right. Um, yeah, call in. Tell me what you think about that. Maybe tell me what your biggest fear for youth is. Um, maybe it's just one day there won't be an America like there's an America today. I don't know. Richard's on line one. Imagine that, Richard's calling. Richard, hello. Commander, well... Wait, hang on, hang on. We have a question for you. We have a question for you first, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Okay. How many years have you been listening to 1400 AM? I would say I've been listening to 1400 AM ever since I first came to Lincoln in uh, the fall of 1958. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, I If somebody else is out there and has listened before then regularly like Richard does, uh, call in. I think it's fascinating, Richard, because I know you follow the show, you know, this show, but you follow the personalities around 1400, and, you know, you're just active. So I appreciate that. It's kind of a neat thing. So what do you want to talk about today? Well, what I'd like to talk about is... Uh I've done some investigative uh, calling. I spoke to Pam Dingman, the county engineer, and yesterday I had uh, an opportunity to speak with John Selmer, who is the Nebraska uh, director of the Department of Transportation. And we've all heard about the infrastructure money that's uh, coming to Nebraska, but it's not going to trickle down right away. What I'm hearing is that even though the bill has passed Congress, they still have to do a bunch of rules and regulations about how it can be spent. Right. And that may take up to 180 days. Also, some of the funding is going to be what we call discretionary funds. That means that the Federal Transit Administration uh and Federal Highway Administration will uh, distribute the funds based upon competition. And so it'll be necessary for, for example, Lancaster County to apply for grants for fixing the bridges. Sure. And, and so we we have some projects ready to go. When you had Pam Dingman yes. on your show, she indicated that they have plans drawn up for uh the bridges that need to be replaced, but uh, we're still going to need those county commissioners to bite the bullet 
and appropriate some regular revenue from our tax funds to get those bridges fixed and get those roads back open. So I thought that was kind of an important message to pass along. That is, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dovetail on that here, so appreciate the information, Richard. Thanks for the call. Okay, here's what's interesting is we're going to talk a little bit about infrastructure, and I guess we're going to focus you to the county commissioners. And the reason is is because I've been telling you about Mark Zuckerberg and, and Zuckerbucks coming into Lancaster County, and it all has to do with the county commissioners. So, let's summarize first what Richard's saying. Because it's interesting, as I've been researching Zuckerbucks in the county, you know, it leads me, as we've been saying, to the county commissioners and certain personalities there. And now Richard, you know, has long time champion county infrastructure, roads and bridges. I've had the county engineer, Pam Dingman, on several times and she lays out a very professional, non-political needs for our county. What Richard's saying is, great, we've got new federal money coming in. Okay? There's going to be regulations, this, that, and another thing, before they can decide how they're going to use it. Okay, typical government red tape. Then there's going to be discretionary funds, okay? And, you know, I suspect you can use that on whatever you can justify is infrastructure. But let's just keep it to roads and bridges because we know exactly what our county engineer needs financially, and she already has the plans to be executing this. So the logjam is the funding that she requires coming from the county commissioners. So that's your current tax dollars that are log jammed with the county commissioners. Okay? And what Richard's discussing is new quote-unquote infrastructure money coming down to the county commissioners. They have to, federal government has to figure out how they're going to do it. And then our county has to apply for a grant. To get the money. Again, another logjam. So, with regard to bridges, highways, and infrastructure, I want you to think of it two ways as we currently set. We have money in Lancaster County. Why we are not spending it on roads and bridges, bridges and infrastructure and maintenance costs is beyond me. Why we are not using taxpayers' dollars to do that and we're falling further and further and further behind. This is the same thing of falling further and further behind with the number of street police officers we have and infrastructure things in the fire department. We're just falling behind because we're choosing not to fund certain things. Okay, now the federal money has to come down and you say, oh, great, we don't have to spend our own tax dollars. I mean, the federal money is our tax dollars, too, but national. Well, it's log jammed. Well, where's it log jammed, people? That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's log jammed at the county commissioners. And I want you to remember, they have to apply for a grant. 
Well, in researching Zuckerbucks, it led me to Mr. Sean Flowerday, the county board. He's been on there since 2018. He serves as a chairman and a member of Board of Health. This is right off his election website. This is what I find interesting. He's championing a success of his and the board of the historically largest increase in infrastructure funding for county highways and bridges. Okay. Does he not realize I've had the county engineer on all the time? Well, he would be on and say, well, that's semantics, Jack, because we got the increase. Okay, well, why didn't you spend it on that? So he's probably right. He got the increase, but he's not spending it through our county engineer to get the work done. Now, with regard to grants, we know that Mr. Flowerday knows how to get them because he felt it was important enough to hire Mark Zuckerberg's Nonprofit organization, Center for Tech and Civic Life, at the charge of $400,000 to help the election in Lancaster County last year. So, in the contract I have in my hand, the Center for Civic and Tech Life, of which Mark Zuckerberg doubled down and around $240 million around the nation for this to help with the election. Does anybody think that a nonprofit should be helping anyone with the election? Well, we felt in Lancaster County, Sean Flowerday felt that we needed a grant of $400,000. To help with our election. And there's all kinds of problems with that. There's contracts, if you will, from the Center for Tech and Civic Life telling our board what to do. Putting requirements on the money that essentially is telling them what to do being used to put drop boxes for mail-in voting that aren't secure by our own laws? I mean, this is current Lancaster County, right? We won't fund, as county commissioners, we won't fund our own, whether it be our own taxes here in the county or federal money, will be the logjam when it comes to giving money to our county engineer to have the normal upkeeps of our roads, even though we have money. But, man, I'll tell you what, we've got to reach out to Mark Zuckerberg during the last election here in the county at darn near half a million dollars. Brought in. Brought in. Same guy, Sean Flowerday. And the county commissioners. So if you haven't figured it out, our county commissioners need to be watched closely by all constituents. That's all of us here. Because something fishy is going on with the county commissioners. Something fishy.
And it's not good. It's not helping any of us. It's not literally helping infrastructure, and it's bringing doubts into election integrity in this county. Yeah. Just amazing. Uh, Let's go Debbie, line two. Hello, Hello, Debbie. Hey. Hi. Great. I was enjoyed listening to what you had to say there. It was it's not what I'm calling in about, obviously, because I was listening to you, but it certainly does make you stop and think. I also don't like about the county commissioners that they set their own salary. How many people get to do that? I think that's totally wrong. Oh, that's, that's they get to do. <laughs> that is terrible for an elected <laughs> official. Anybody in government service and service to fellow man that can set their own. I mean, there you go. That's just another sign of shenanigans. Right. And why right. we have to watch yeah. them carefully and hold them accountable. I agree. But because it's uh, whatever Wednesday I'm calling in about the, the Giselle Maxwell case. I certainly hope that there's a lot of other people that are investigated and hopefully prosecuted because, you know, it wasn't just the two Epstein and her that were doing it. There was people that worked for them. There were people that traveled with them that certainly knew what was going on. And they need to be held accountable just as much as Epstein and Maxwell are. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you you know at some level i think the people on the far far crazy conspiracy theory would say that she and epstein are the fall guys for this uh so that it can go away because as you recall there was a lot of high level people and you know some of them in the social circles may have just brushed but you know but in the end uh they're very public figures uh that were intimately familiar with those two and I agree with you, you know, chase them all down and put them all in jail. It's that's a that's, terrible that's, crime. I agree. And I think that that certainly is something that needs to be followed up. And perhaps uh, she's going to be, you know, going for a leaner sentence if she cooperates and has a little black book. You never know. That could yeah. very well be what's going to happen. Yeah. Good call, Debbie. Appreciate it. Wow, that's true. I mean, she could turn state's evidence, but she may have wanted to do it already. 1,499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 with DTL with Commander Jack Riggins. Powered by Barry Lawfer on 1,499.3 KLIN. All right, uh, whatever Wednesday, uh, talking about Madame Maxwell. We've talked about infrastructure, the county commissioners, Zuckerbucks in the county. We'll keep going. Let's get to Jeffrey real quick and see if we can get his thought in before we break it down, second segment. Jeffrey. How you doing? Good. Commander, um, you're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing in terms of political entities doing, you know, involved with this level of corruption. It's horrible. Uh, are you referencing Zucker. Zuckerbucks? Zucker. You got it. Yeah, I'm going to break it down even further in the second segment. But um, so I've been tracking it for a while and letting it, you know, flush itself out. But I, listen, in our state, I think Nebraska Voter uh, Accuracy Project probably has the best in a nutshell to explain it all. And then lots of folks in Lancaster County have really dug into this now, and we're getting documents signed and everything. And here's the fact. Uh, there's, I don't know how you could trust an election in Lancaster County right now, given the actions of the county commissioners. Absolutely. So this is uh, clearly somebody has figured out ways to manipulate elections, even though I think all of us realize there's always shenanigans in elections. Uh, Now, (laughs) 
now uh, they're and I, you know, and I, I'm going to focus on Lincoln and Lancaster County because it seems very clear here, and the, and there's documents to prove it. And again, Nebraska Voter Accuracy Project uh, has a lot of great information. So I feel you. It's it's great to hear that we're moving forward on this front because if we don't, we're not going to have the elections that we expect to have. No, and let's be honest. In our democracy, if we can't all trust our elections and they're not relatively secure, uh, we're in big problems. So I'm going to be digging in, and a lot of people are. Appreciate the call, Jeffrey. Hey, I'm behind you 110%, my friend. Thank you. 1,499.3 KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the Commander Jack Riggins. Powered by Barry Law Firm on the Voice of Lincoln. 1,499.3 KLIN. All right. Uh, whatever Wednesday, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is open. 402-479-1400. Text line's open as well. Second segment. Uh, talked a little bit about... Um, this verdict of guilty for Madame Maxwell or Jillane. Jillane. Um, this is the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. I'm glad Jeffrey Epstein is not on the planet anymore. Um, one of the callers, Debbie, was talking about hunting down everybody. I agree. I think it's the most heinous crime. I mean, there's a lot of heinous crimes, but uh, sex trafficking or uh, taking advantage of youth. Uh, is disgusting. It, it creates, I think, one of the biggest fears for parents out there, which is probably, uh, you know, the fact of of a young person that's, you know, your son or daughter uh, being kidnapped or, you know, involved in something like that. Um, and it's a it's a big it's a big freaking deal around the world, folks. Um, I know a lot of former SEALs and Special Forces guys. Um, have companies that uh, go and rescue these people, and I think that's very honorable. But in the end of the day, I do. I think it's a, a big fear, and you know she was at the heart of it. So, good riddance. Now, uh, will she turn state's evidence? I, I would have thought she would have done that before this trial. So, you know, who knows? I, I, one of the royalty of England, I think, was tied up in this to a degree, and they, they kind of shelved him off to... England and I, you know, but the bottom line is there were a lot of people involved in this that we see on TV that are both political figures, you know, high level people. Uh, we're just going to call it, you know, of the, you know, the filthy rich. Um, and so, yeah, we talked about that. It's disgusting. But yeah, besides alcohol and drugs, you know, I think those are another fear of our children, you know, using, you know, when they're of age, alcohol appropriately. And certainly drugs, uh, just heard a story on the way in, you know, about all the fentanyl use up during the years, as well as suicides in young people. So, you know, dangerous times seem to be getting more dangerous. It would be nice if we took it serious and turned that trend line around. Uh, Richard hit on infrastructure, which was good. I think the county commissioners have been very, very uh, lackadaisical in their jobs to get us funds uh, for our roads and bridges in the county. And it's interesting that they're at the heart of potential election integrity issues here in the county. And I think everybody should, you know, be asking questions about that now that information's coming out. So, 
what I'm looking at right now is a is a letter dated uh, September 30th, 2020, from the Center for Tech and Civic Life. Now, I I need to remind you what that is. Okay, that that is a nonprofit along with the Center for Election Innovation and Research, uh, funded by Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, oh, at around $420 million. So, you could ask for grants. Now, why a county, why any government entity would have to ask for a grant to hold an election, that of itself is beyond me. Right, if I'm the county commissioner, I don't even go there because the optic is so terrible. Right? Let alone the risk of interference. But nonetheless, uh, the Center for Tech and Civic Life says to Mr. Sean Flowerday on our board, I'm pleased to inform that inform you that based on and in reliance upon the information and materials provided by Lancaster County. And the special circumstances we face, meaning Lancaster County, administering the 2020 elections, we, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, think Zuckerbucks, right, has decided to award you a grant. What? That grant was $404,000. Actually, four hundred four five eighty four and 50 cents why there's your question lincoln lancaster county to your board all the board why did you need a grant why would we need to introduce an outside entity of money into the election what's more interesting when we talk about the county commissioners is that it's not so much hey here's our money It's actually instructions to our county commissioners of how to carry out the election. Mm. How to spend the money. Ballot drop boxes. PPE. Staff, poll workers, voters. Oh, vote by mail. Absentee voting equipment or supplies. And election administration equipment. Can we not fund that ourselves? So already this optics getting worse. Right? So now we're asking for money from a nonprofit and the nonprofit's telling us how we got to spend it. Okay? Uh right, make sure to tell us that we can't reduce the budget for the election commissioner. <laughs> or fail to I mean it's directing our leaders. Oh, just icing on the cake. It's headquartered in Chicago, Illinois. That should give you a lot of confidence in our county commissioners. Okay? They need to tell us exactly how the money was spent and why they feel they needed this. Now, on top of that, why I talk about about places like the 2,000-plus people from the Nebraska Voter Accuracy Project and their efforts around the state, what comes into question is that there are laws talking about drop boxes and security and cameras 
And we didn't have those here in Lancaster County. Not with the quote-unquote additive drop boxes put around per this money. And so what does that lead you to? Okay. If, in fact, Mark Zuckerberg and his two nonprofits, and he donated $420 million, and then counties, much like our own, went out and asked for that money, you now have added something into the election that maybe this was going on in the past. I don't know. I'm just finding out about it now. Brings the mechanics into question. Well, most research has shown that neither of those nonprofits were nonpartisan, right? Not one bit. And so oftentimes, and I'm not saying this happened in Lincoln, but oftentimes around the nation, here's what it opened the county or the area up to voter navigators. These navigators were paid very well to canvas mostly poor neighborhoods, traditionally Democratic neighbors, and they would go in the home of voters to canvas and help with the ballots. So even though it's a crime in all the states to essentially engineer, right, at a polling place where you walk in and vote, it's not a crime for a third party think Center for Tech and Civic Life and paid people to interfere with a mail-in ballot. And that's a loophole in the system. So if I can convince you to go in, come into your house and help you with this, right, and help you get your vote to a Dropbox, or simply... Get your vote and your name and put it in a drop box without you knowing. I've, I've got a loophole that nobody's going to catch. And Mark Zuckerberg insured, and our county insured, by asking Mark Zuckerberg for $400,000 to have more drop boxes that weren't secure by our own election laws. And that is enough for us to question election integrity. On top of that, that should be enough for you, along with the county commissioners not funding one of the main things they're supposed to do, county infrastructure, roads and bridges, to question their legitimacy in their positions. That's right here in Lancaster County, folks. That's not... Detroit, Atlanta, Philadelphia. And if you think I'm crazy, there's a lot of news right now, national news, going on in Wisconsin because the same thing happened there. Same thing happened there. Now, I don't know about you and what you know about Mark Zuckerberg. And, hey, do I use this platform? I do. I mean, to me, that's like the first adult uh, Twitter or whatever. I mean, everybody, I think, in in their mid-50s, probably down to 40, uh, that was the first quote-unquote social media platform. But he needs to stick with that. (laughs) Think about that. He needs to stick with that. Right? He has no business in politics. Nothing that is helping the only thing he 
could have interest is in nefarious activities of skewing politicians. I mean, we know, if you know his history, he stole Facebook. He stole the idea. And the guy's millions come from a stolen idea. It's well documented. Whatever, the two twins that helped him create it, you know, they've given up their case or he paid them off. But in the end of the day, you know, that's not a really good way to use money. Now, he's a private citizen. So who was the stopgap? It was our county commissioners. Right? Sean Flower Day. Right? Who this was addressed to. Who champions in his re-election campaign raising money, you know, raising money for roads and bridges. But the person he's supposed to give the money to comes on this show all the time and says that isn't happening, Jack. So we got us a, a friction point there, folks. But what he can go get money for is the election from Mark Zuckerberg. And so when you start to look at this stuff, and again, I'm into this for election security and integrity. That is a core cornerstone of our democracy. We have to have a higher degree of confidence that it's secure and has integrity than we don't know. That's not a good question, folks. Oh, we don't know. So we should take the time to know. But when I look at all of the things going on nationwide and I bring it home to Lancaster County and Nebraska and some of, again, um, some of the information out there that's, that's going out now uh, and, and the group that uh, really has the, the biggest contingent looking into this is Nebraska Voter Accuracy Project. You can go to anyvoteap.com and look up their stuff, but it, here's how it works, really. They artificially inflate the voter rolls, right? So there's more people on the rolls than are actually physically in any one county or alive even. And then they track the votes and the voters and tallies in real time. Okay, so they're able to, through electronic means, track the votes as they come in or update, you know, every so often. And then they stuff ballots to achieve the predetermined outcome. Right, and again, this is what Nebraska Voter Accuracy Project is saying. Right, I haven't made my determination, but I'm studying this. I'm looking at all of this stuff. Well, that's where a Mark Zuckerberg comes in, and the fact that our county has to ask him for money, and in order for him to give the money, he puts conditions on the money, and then we, the county, go set up extra drop boxes that aren't secure per our laws that are available to receive ballots, extra ballots. And then, of course, after it's done, you know, they're able to clean up the evidence after the fact. So there's a lot of levels to this, and there's a lot of people in Nebraska that are looking at it from the state level and talking to um, Secretary of State and trying to work through it at that level. And then there's, you know, each county. And right now, You know, I'm focused, as my audience is, on Lancaster County. So, folks, I don't know if you, (laughs) I hope you care, but somebody who can defend the county commissioners 
Call into the show over the next month. I, I seriously call in through January. Tell me some of the stuff they're doing that is representing the citizens of Lancaster County. Because I'm not coming up with much right now. I'm coming up with they get to set their own paycheck. They're hiring out election mechanics to Mark Zuckerberg, who, for the most part, all over the nation, you know, this is being uncovered that it's helping the elections be fraudulent or not secure. Uh, They're not using our money to fund infrastructure of roads and bridges that we need, but yet there's no accountability. Well, one thing you can do to be accountable with them is, remember, Pam Dingman, the county engineer, talked about they'll be doing some pre-budget stuff here in January. Get on the phones and call them at minimum about fund the county engineer for bridges and roads and infrastructure throughout the county. Because we have the money, she just needs them to flow it. Don't take an excuse. Don't let them say, oh, we got to wait for federal money. Use our money. Huh. I mean, if you want to get crazy, ask them about this election stuff, too. But I know we're going to be on this election stuff a lot come 2021. And at that point, I may need to go hire my friends at Barry Law Firm. Because <laughs> once I start talking about elections and digging into that and get all of my uh, sources and contacts out there getting fired up just like they did for masks and giving me data... Oh, God. Next thing you know, there might be a personal injury to the commander. And that's why I would call Barry Law Firm at 402-466-8444. Again, their number at Barry Law Firm is 402-466-8444. They've absolutely been crushing it in personal injury, which I hope I don't get, criminal defense, and veterans law. They were founded in 1965 by John Stevensberry Sr. And they absolutely have more than 240 years combined experience. What I like is they're here to help us fight back and win our cases. All right? They don't put one lawyer on you. They put a fire team, a team of lawyers that have one goal in mind, help you win your case. Make an appointment at jsberrylaw.com or give them a call at 402-466-8444. Well, it is whatever Wednesday. I guess I sucked up all the oxygen out of the room because I I can't think of anything worse in a democracy. Let's not even talk about if an election is actually manipulated. Let's just talk about the trust of the people, right? If the trust of the people is so low, that in and of itself is not healthy. Well, some of the other stories I was going to get to is the uh, Waits Glacier, size of Florida. Everybody's afraid the sea level is going to rise 10 feet. James Webb Space Telescope's out there now. Can't wait to start getting pictures from that. Anyway, all kinds of things. We'll have a few minutes when we come back. 1,499.3-KLIN, Drive Time Lincoln with Commander Jack Riggins. You're getting the 411 with DTL with Commander Jack Riggins. Powered by Barry Lawfer on 1499.3 KLIF. All right, whatever Wednesday, wrapping up the show. Uh, Madame Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, girl, found guilty. Good. Get her off the planet.
Glad Jeff's gone too. What a heinous crime. Zuckerbucks all over Lincoln, Nebraska. County commissioners, you got to start asking questions. Infrastructure, Richard brought it up. I'm always about it. Um, Rick on the text line is is right. There's lots of restrictions with federal money. He he says 25%. Um, so local and state, we've got to pony up 75%. Again, we have money. Uh, let's spend it on the things that matter so we don't fall behind and we have a nice Lincoln countywide, Lincoln and Lancaster County, um, you know, Let's just keep up with the cost, for God's sakes. Um, oh. One of the things that is interesting uh, talking about Zuckerbucks is it's just, it's almost disgusting to dig into. Uh, it just, I don't know, it's just the way it is. One of the other things, I'll dig into it. I appreciate um, listener Terry, part of the crew out there, sending the Salvation Army stuff. I didn't intend to open a can of worms. I simply was earlier this week talking about them raising money but in fact uh, uh, some people brought up if they've gone quote-unquote woke I wasn't aware of it Um, I had reported that they definitely were uh, fighting against that sentiment but uh, I have plenty of now information thanks Terry that I'll dig through and uh, kind of come back around to that when I get some time again I'm gonna be out next week uh, Doug Fitzgerald will be in, but I will be here tomorrow. Um, so the last show of 2021, and we're going to have Johnny Cadillac, who is the producer of this show, uh, flip the script a little bit, and he's going to talk about his alter ego, uh, ring announcing pro wrestling here in the Midwest. So I'm excited to have Johnny Cadillac on tomorrow. All you pro wrestling fans and wrestlers, Call the hotline, 402-479-1400 tomorrow, and let's inundate him with questions. I'm excited about it. Thanks for a great Whatever Wednesday, 1499.3 KLIN, Drive Time Lincoln.